Okay, welcome to episode three, podcast number three of our sort of uh, inquiries, journeys into the world of work. I, I had a thought for a tentative title mm -hmm. for this sort of podcast series, which we might, which was "What's Your Work?" So, trying to capture this idea of trying to find something that's both kind of fulfilling and meaningful, and that that really kind of lights you up, and sort of play on words, which is, what's your work? What do you, what do you yeah. need to work on, figure out about yourself, how you're showing up that's going to also make a difference? Uh, so once again, if you're joining us for the first time, my name's Darius, uh, hosting this show on behalf of People and Their Brilliance. Uh, would you like to both introduce yourselves briefly? Thank you for being on here. Um, I'm Alex. I'm 23. I've just finished university and I'm working at People and Their Brilliance. Thank you. Um, my name is Cassie. I'm 24 and I just finished working at People and Their Brilliance um, doing a digital marketing. Yeah, lovely. Uh, and it's interesting to me. Every time I ask people, they they tell they say their age, <laughs> and I'm curious: does that feel important, or does that? I mean, I just did because when I heard the other podcasts, <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah. so we're now in a routine. Of, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because for me, it's not there at all as a so. I mean, like, so what? Yeah. But yeah. maybe maybe it's helpful. I don't know. maybe. So mm -hmm. if you're listening to now, you know it's kind of contextually, and we're recording this at the time of the Kickstart scheme, which again, for those of you who don't know, is a six-month program to help people at risk of long-term unemployment, uh, get a foot on the ladder uh, versus being stuck at home post-pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. So, and both of you have come through that. Alex, you're at the beginning of, or relatively at the beginning. Yeah. And Cassie, you've just Yep, at finished. the end, yeah. So there's a lot of different places we could go to talk about. One question I'm coming with is, um, Kind of what is there to learn about the experience? You know, you're both. You know, you both. You're at the beginning, Alex. You're at the end, Cassie. I was thinking that could be an interesting topic for conversation and kind of reflections. On, okay, yeah. well, what, what did I learn? Where am I now compared to where I want to be? How do I make the most of it? So that could be one area. Anything that either of you are coming with as a oh, I'd be interested to explore this, or I'm wondering about that, in relation to this conversation about the world of work. Um, I don't know, maybe like preparing for the scheme ending and because obviously it's six months for most people and just help around that and going back into the job hunt again for me because I went through it again. <laughs> so maybe that's an area to explore. Yeah. And do you have a question or are you just thinking that could be interesting? Yeah, not, not I wouldn't say a question, just like an area for me. So what, what is it for you that would be interesting to explore about it? Just what you've learned from the scheme in terms of applying that to then going back into the world. You know. Great. So just doing some more reflection on Yeah. Yeah. And you know that I loved that, that you use the first person, like I. So rather uh, than what <laughs> you've learned, right, what I've learned. Yeah. So can, you, can you go, can you say it again with that? Oh, okay. Um, on, I can't even remember what I said now. On what I have learned during my scheme. <laughs> yeah. 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 
and what you're going to take back out to the world. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. And Alex, anything that's bubbling up for you? Um, not off the top of my head at the moment. I think uh, the whole idea of, you know, what Cassie said with moving on from this placement, like it is only six months and I've already done a month. The yeah. month's gone quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So sort of being prepared for that, understanding maybe how Cassie's dealt with it and how I, I like will sort of plan for it, I guess. It's, mm. Like I know it's not that far away, but there's still quite a lot to do here. So yeah. Yeah. That'd be Great. Good to hear. Well, let's use that as a jumping off point. It seems like both of you are interested in that. When is the right time to start thinking about, oh, what's going to happen you know, after this ends, like, so that could be applied for anyone, like in any job, you know, they come into a job or maybe it's a six month contract, whatever it is, when would be the right time to start thinking about, okay, so what's going to happen at the end? I mean, for me, I, when I, because I've been job hunting for about seven months, when I finally got the job here, at the beginning, I didn't think about it because I was just like, oh, I can relax for a while. And then, like, as the weeks and months went on, like, the realisation, like, I probably need to start thinking about this. Um, so for me, I think four or five months in, but even then, you know, I'm, I mean, not to pressure you, but even then, like, maybe I should have thought about it even earlier or, you know, I think it's really important to make the most of six months because, yeah, they go by really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think hearing that, um, not stresses me out, but I think I don't know what I want to do still. Mm. And I don't know because, like, I don't know if you want to share this, but how you worked in digital marketing here and now you've moved on to, like, another like digital marketing role um, to sort of have, like, that niche to kind of go into, like, post. Yeah. But, like, with me, I work in recruiting and I don't think recruiting for me is going to be, like, a long-term kind of goal um and so job searching for something that i don't even know what i want to go into it kind of adds this additional pressure probably like you know about like my state of self and all that kind of stuff and what my values are and where i want to go in the future and six months isn't a lot of time to make that decision and people make that those decisions 20 years later after they've started working and they realize oh i'm in completely wrong career Mm. so I think that just comes along with, um, yeah, a bit of pressure. Really not sure. Yeah. Very lost. <laughs> so I reminded one of the things you said before we came into this, we were waiting to come into the room and, and, and kind of record this, was uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And then for me, it seems like we've hit on something which is kind of absolutely foundational, which is that would be useful to talk about and is really relevant to this question, which is, okay, well, what am I doing? And the reason that I think a lot of people would be saying, well, what are we going to talk about? And then have something which I think is like really huge that's right there to talk about, but not really think of it is it's, it's difficult to think about. Yeah. And so we kind of put it out of our heads of, of, of engagement. So when I say, oh, when's the right time? And Cassie, like, well, maybe four or five months in. And you're thinking, oh, and, and maybe sooner. For me, it's kind of already like now. Yeah. I mean, really, before you started your placement. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I meant more like applying to jobs, but yeah, I think the mindset I should have taken on sooner. Definitely. And so, and so thinking about, and, and, and thinking about it doesn't mean having an answer necessarily. Yeah. Just, but really inquiring mm. into 
what am I trying to do here? Where am I trying to go? And the question, a version of the question which I most like of that is, who do I want to become? What kind of person do I want to become? And then, what are the decisions that I need to take and make that are going to support me on that pathway? Because without clarity of that answer of who do I want to become, it does become incredibly stressful and very difficult, and you go around in circles and get lost and sort of go, well, I don't know. Like, I could do this or I could do that. And nothing seems any particularly better than anything else. Or it's difficult to know, is that going to help me or not? So unless you have some sense of where you want to end up, which obviously can be changed and evolved and all the rest of it, then all the rest becomes very, very difficult. And so I guess the first marker would be to really encourage you to do that work first of where am I trying to head here before then trying to make a decision about, OK, so should I go left or right or straight on? Mm. Does that, does that make yeah. sense? Can you see that's quite a different way maybe of thinking about it? Yeah. It's like not making those decisions without ha like without having thought about it, basically. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us are sort of like programmed, not programmed, but like we think we have to make a decision there and then. It needs to be done, otherwise something bad will happen. And, or you'll, yeah. There's, it, I think there's like levels to it as well because it depends on like your security and where you are, the support you have from like family. If you have to get a job to get a job to survive, pay rent, you know, pay for like that's that adds that pressure of not having time to think about what you actually want to do in life. I'm obviously not in that position so much. Like I don't have a family or anything like that to like provide for, but it's still thinking takes a lot of energy. I've realized over the last couple of years, like actually sitting down and not just like, like being very passive with everything is easy. Like actually thinking and sitting down and taking that time, regardless, like regardless of whether it's looking for work or like self-improvement or, you know, making yourself get out of bed every single day and do something, that's tough. And I didn't realize how hard it was and how much like, how exhausting it can get sometimes, mm. especially if you're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very beautifully said, and, and yeah, it takes effort. And in some sense, we're, we're going against the current, right? There's mm. kind of a, oh, I could just get swept along, go with the flow in some version of yeah. that, or I can be a bit more deliberate. And immediately then I meet, meet different versions of resistance, rather internally in myself, like, oh, I don't want to, I'm bored, I'm tired, or whatever, or re resistance outside, right? Depending mm. on who you've got surrounding you, of like, well, why are you thinking about that? Or why are you doing this? Or why are you doing that? So yeah, that's, that's very nicely put. Yeah, I think especially during lockdown, a lot of time, like before I got the role here, just having all that time to think, a bit too much time. <laughs> but um, I think sometimes for me, I've, what I've really learned from just the whole experience is sometimes you have to take a step back to go forward. Um, you know, I was living in Manchester, but I had to suddenly move home back with my parents and I just felt really like, what am I doing? You know, mm -hmm. I was suddenly unemployed living at home again after uni and it's just not where I saw myself. And that was like, you know, quite a hard year, but now I can, I feel like I've learned a lot from that struggle, like yeah. as cheesy as it sounds, but I think, yeah, I'm happy with where I am now, but even now, even though I've got this new role, I'm st I still can relate to what you're saying. Like I don't always know who I want to be and like mm -hmm. where, what direction I'm going in. I still, I still have that feeling, even though I've got a new role. Yeah. <laughs> 
So. And so my challenge is, I think a lot of people feel that. Yeah. Right. Some version of that, either really strongly or kind of they started thinking, like, oh, I don't know. And so my challenge is this, and and you know, as always, pushback, right? I'm not, you know, this is, which is, so you say, oh, I'm doing recruitment. I can't remember exact words. I don't see myself doing this long term, or I'm not sure recruitment's yeah. for me. Some version of that. Yeah. And so my pushback is, well, how do you know? If you don't have a clear idea of who you want to become, how can you say, well, that's not that's not it? I think personally, it's because in an ideal world, and Harry actually asked me this question when we first had our orientation, and he asked, oh, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, oh, something science probably. And he's like, yeah, but what's your passion? What's your, you know, the thing that if you could do anything and it wouldn't matter about money or rent or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, making music. Mm. But in this kind of day and age relying on a creative subject is it's risky, it's difficult, it's mentally taxing. And so my passion lies there. And I know that it will always be like that. I know it's never changed. So when I say that like recruiting isn't for me, even though I don't really know where I'm going, I don't know where I'm going because I feel like the avenue that I want to take is like completely locked. It's like, it's, it's out of my reach. Mm. Even though I haven't been doing as much as I could have, it's that fear of failing basically at the thing that is your passion, which is like, a ma and it just puts a massive mental block on that. And then it's just like, oh, well, I don't know where I'm going with my life because the one thing I want to do, I'm, I'm scared of messing it up or not succeeding in it. Mm. And like success looks different for everyone. Like I'm not expecting to become like Adele, <laughs> um, but like having people be like, oh my gosh, your music, you know, spoke to me. I really enjoyed it. Like as simple as that. Like I don't really, but then, yeah. So I know where I want to be in an ideal world, but mm. reality's quite different to that. But maybe it isn't. I don't know. So are you up for exploring that? Yeah, I've, that's why I took this role. Basically, that's what I, that's what um, made me like attracted to the kickstart scheme in the first place is the ability for flexibility. So you know, you're only working 25 hours a week. It gives me a chance to work on my music at home and also um, work on other stuff that can help me with my like more like career like of going into maybe a science field. I'm interested in writing, scientific communication. So like I say, I do have, I do know what I want to do, which is probably a bit different from when we started. Um, it's just, I don't know how to get there mm. as well. I think, I think people have forgotten that a lot of people need that guidance and it's not bad to ask for help and ask for that support and guidance. I feel like sometimes, I don't know, as young people, we're sort of just like, oh, well, you know, pull up, from your bootstraps and just get to work and you can do it and you'll sort it all out by yourself. And I think that's far from the truth. I think we've kind of lost that ability to support each other in people's goals and or things that they want to do. And yeah, I don't know, very, very separate from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can I, I want to ask you about your music. Mm -hmm. So are you working on your music? Yeah, I've been working with um, a mate of mine We've been kind of like sending stuff back and forward. Uh, at the moment, it's a bit slow because I've just been quite busy outside of work, but... Doing what? Kind of just like enjoying my life a little bit. I have like 
money. Like, I have like an income, which is really nice. Mm. Like work over uni, you know, like I wasn't in the position to be able to manage university and work at the same time. So just sort of seeing friends that I haven't seen in years, you know, and but alongside that, also just like re getting back into like my hobbies, my passions, so like reading a lot more, cooking a lot more, really taking like time for myself. Music still sometimes feels like work. Sometimes I really do have to work for it and other times I can like just get a, like a, a pang of inspiration and I'll be there for like four or five hours just straight, just, mm. yeah. So, but I've got like tons of songs, like they're, they're all written, they're all there. It's just, um, and I'm releasing them and I'm getting good feedback on like SoundCloud and stuff. So people like to hear my music and they're giving me like, oh, like, oh, you could do this with the drums instead, you know, like actually giving me like positive, constructive feedback as well as just being like, it was really good. Really like that song. You should release it on Spotify. Um, I just don't know, just don't know where to go. This is the thing. I'm still writing music in my bedroom, which I was doing like 10 years ago. So I feel like I'm just still kind of like stuck. I don't know which steps to take forward now. I know the logical steps would be like, go and do an open mic or send out demos to like people putting on, so, yeah. So I'm interrupting because I, I, I'm, I'm, it feels like you've got yourself in a bit of a tangle. Mm. That's what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. so, and that may or may not be accurate. So let's, let's, let's go into it. Uh, I don't want to get your view on it in a second, Cassie, as well. So um, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. You're recording, you're releasing your work, you're getting some reaction to it. And you're also with this feeling of like, oh, there's something missing. I'm supposed to do something else. I'm not feeling fulfilled in that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think because I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not feeling fulfilled with where I am at the moment, I guess. So this is, um, I mean, this is, you know, I'm going to ask you a personal question because mm -hmm. you started with saying, oh, I don't want to become Adele. Hmm. And yet I'm picking up, maybe you do. Uh, like, because, sorry, go on. I don't know, personally, I think that level of fame is just a bit I don't think I'd be able to handle it. You may not, but there may be part of you that wants it or thinks that's what you're supposed to, like if my songs were any good, then I would become Adele. Yeah. But I also understand a lot of it is like luck and a lot of it is knowing the right people, having those connections, having the financial support, you know. I think I just see all of the blocks I Great. see all That's of very that. different from saying I don't want to become. So I'm like, oh, I don't know how mm. I would become, or I don't think I can become. Yeah. It's different from acknowledging, yeah, there's part of me <laughs> that would like to be. Or maybe it's a deep part of me, like that's what success looks like or feeling fulfilled looks yeah. like. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I mean, this is a question for you. And this is just to own the parts of you which are there, because mm. then you can be with them in a different way and say, okay, how does is that going to serve me? Like, no, actually, I don't want that level of, you know, whatever it is. But yeah. until you really acknowledge what's there, it's very difficult to then work with it. So how would you describe, you know, because you came alive when you start talking about music. Like, it's your number, sounds like your number one thing. You're really clear on it. Yeah. Deep part of you. Like, if I could do anything, it would be that. Mm -hmm. 
and what I noticed as you were talking about it, you were you were um, you went straight to I I want to hear what other people think of my music. Yeah. And you're saying yes very quickly, <laughs> and I and I think that's an interesting place to create from. Mm-hmm. Versus, uh, this is what's inside me that I that I'm going to create, whether anyone listens to it or not, whether anyone thinks it's any good or not. This is what I've got to offer the world. Yeah. Can you see how those are different? Yeah, I do. Um, I think the whole wanting other people to relate to my music or to know what they know how they feel is probably it probably comes from you know like I grew up as an only child I didn't have a lot of young people around me I didn't like uh, it it was like it was a lonely time and like having people around where my one passion and the one thing I can talk about a lot and I feel comfortable talking about is music for Mm. other people to come and like create like a little community it's like it's really important like I think that's why I've always viewed it as that instead of like doing it for myself, mm-hmm. I guess, and just taking like the joy. Because if I just did it for myself, then I wouldn't be searching for this. So what's important about the community? Because that felt like something. Uh, I just always like, like, I don't know, having a group of like-minded people that you can relate to and converse with and I guess it comes with like a bit of validation as well. Mm-hmm. Like having peers validate you and that feels good. That feels um, satisfying. Um, people believing in your artistic ability as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had great support growing up for my music. My parents like always pushed me to, you know, take up an instrument, sing. They were always like super supportive with that stuff. And it was great. And all my friends were like, oh my God, you're incredible. But I never did anything with it, you know? And I know that sounds, I just felt like I didn't do anything with it where like I see like 20 year olds on on Vine, not Vine. Oh my gosh, that's too, that's, <laughs> oh. like 20 year olds on TikTok, TikTok getting really famous, like millions of views on these videos, posting songs. And I'm just like, part of me is like, why, why am I not doing it? Great. So there is something about, you know, I'm going to come back to it. I don't want to be Adele, <laughs> right? And yet there's like, oh, actually, if I, I could be getting millions of views on my music and songs, and I'm not. Then that feels like I'm coming across as quite full of myself. It doesn't to me. Okay. Not to me, no. Go on then, Cassie, say, say some more. What are you, what are you picking up? Um, well, we, we've spoken about music before, and mm. we actually have quite a similar music taste. And I think a big part of maybe you want people to feel like connected in a group surrounding your music is because you're in those groups yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because um, even when we were talking about Phoebe Bridges, we were having like little fangirl moments. Yeah. And like, you know, saying like their music helps you, us a lot. So maybe, yeah, I think it's esteem, but also because I think it's a nice way of showing that you care, like you'd like to help people relate to your lyrics and be like, oh, I've been through that. I can relate yeah. to that. And I think that's a really nice side of music that is important to me as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I get the whole not wanting to be Adele, but I don't know, it just makes me think you can still be successful in it in your own way. And yeah. even if it is just a hobby, but yeah, I think 
you definitely should try it on TikTok if you want, or YouTube. I've been doing a few of the TikToks. Yeah, you know, yeah. go for it. YouTube has been something I did a long time ago for a good few years. So. Yeah, it's just, but I do get how hard it, it is. Like so much competition and other people doing the same thing. But yeah, it's the same for them as well. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got two thoughts, and and what so kind of like what's the point of talking about this stuff, right? Is to get some clarity, maybe some insight in mm -hmm. terms of oh, so. What actually is really important to me, and and the question which you did have, which was, oh, I don't know what to do next. Yeah. So, I'd love to play back two things. Well, one thing you said, and then another thought I've had. So, how can you build that community? Yeah. Right, because that aspect for you is important. Mm -hmm. And 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 thinking really about who's in the community, because it doesn't sound big. It just sounds like, oh, if I had, if I was surrounded by some, and you said peers, right? For me, for me, it would mean fellow musicians and creatives and songmakers. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that or there's a close group of fans who are into your music, you know, whoever it is. Mm. How can you create that for yourself? That might go a long way, even though it's not millions, yeah. go a long way to kind of having that validation and support and creative sort of evolution. Yeah. Does that, I'm not asking you to answer the question, mm -hmm. but as, as a kind of step of like, oh yeah, if I created that, that would feel good. Is that, where, how does it land with you? I think I'm sort of, I'm sort of not, I wouldn't say already there, but I have like a lot of friends that are musicians and a lot, like a good number of them, like I said earlier on, my friend was helping me with a song and we were trying to like work out a sound. I've had other friends like send me like, oh, I really like that song that you're doing. I can do drums for you if you want. And like had that. So I think I have already got like, I always have like a couple of musician friends that I'll send my demos to and they'll like give me mm. kind of, like I have that community already. I think it's just, we're all online and it's all so far and few and spread out and stuff. And I don't really have that physical community within Brighton, I guess, like I don't, or, or in London, either way. Like I don't have that. Great, so you yeah. can create that for yourself. Yeah. How would that be? Not how to do it, but how would it be if you had that physical community? Oh, great. Lovely. If I could, like, yeah, like, just go and hang out with musician friends and we play gigs every couple... Like, that would be... That would be... Yeah. That would be so you, much you know fun. there's a big music studio, like, 100 metres from here? Which one? Well, we, we can... Oh! <laughs> talk about that separately, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Globally renowned. So, yeah, I think that's... So that's... So, that's, so, so as, as a step, then, how is, how is that? Um, it's on me. It's on me it on to make you. that step, yeah. Does it, does it feel attractive? Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Great. Yeah. So something you could make happen? Yeah. I have a few people here in Brighton that I do know. So. Great. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to touch on, because I've seen this a lot in people, mm -hmm. And this comes back to this asking for help and support mm. is if you could choose anyone to mentor you, you know, who would you choose as a musician, right? Yeah. Um, like any musician? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like it would have to be like some of the artists that me and like Cassie listen to, like Phoebe Bridges or Hayley Williams, like people that have like defied genres and just kept going Great. for like a long time. Yeah. And just have like that musicality that I really respect. Mm. 
And how many times have you reached out to them for support? I mean, they're like millions. So how many times have you reached Never. out? Never. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the interesting question is like, what's in the way to contact and connect with them? To say, hey, this is me. I'd love to get some support and advice from you. Mm. Um, I guess the fact that they, it's that obviously that probability that they might not, you know, respond, and then you have to. Mm. It's not even embarrassment because they're such they're such large musicians within the music community. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't. I, it would just feel silly almost asking them because it's like expected. You're expected not to get a response. Because mm. they have like millions of followers. So what's the logical conclusion of that? Well, I haven't tried anything. You haven't tried it, but yeah. what's also the logical conclusion? To try. Because? There's no harm in trying. Also, right. And? Mm. What do you think everyone else is thinking? Um, the same thing. The same oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which means very few people are doing it. Mm. So we're imagining like, oh, they're so busy. They got, you know, everyone's asking them for help. You know, whatever it is, they never, you know. And reality is very few people are. Yeah, that's true. And then if you connect, you know, if you come from a place of, look, I love what you're doing. You know, I love this. Here's where I am. Mm -hmm. I'd love to, you know, I don't know if it would be possible, but yeah, I'd, you know, if you've got X, Y, Z, I'd love to get your take on, perspective on, you know, yeah. genuinely asking mm -hmm. for help. People love helping. And they love helping people who are resourceful and know what they want. So if you wrote, you talk about communication, if you wrote a saying heartfelt, not I mean soppy, but just like, hey, this is the most meaningful thing I know in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been doing it for years. I'd love to get some steps from you on kind of what next. You know, here's a couple of things I've recorded, you know, not looking for you to promote them, but just to give you an idea of where I'm at. Yeah. You know, is there anything, you know, can you spare 10 minutes, 15 minutes? I don't know, whatever you want, right? And make the request. What do you think might happen? They won't respond. Might, that could be one possibility. What's another possibility? They'll be like, wow, this girl, she's so cool. I'm going to help her. Yeah. She isn't asking me to like promote anything, whatever. She just wants right. yeah, some. Especially if it's you know sincere, heartfelt. Yeah. And they, they, I think they'd be able to relate because at one point they were on the other end. Right. And it could be good for like um, networking. Like They might not be your mentor, but they might be like, I know this person. Great, here's this producer, yeah. here's this, yeah, this, here's just this, stepping yeah. stones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go home and write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's my homework. Yeah. Go on, what, what, what's, yeah, tell me what's going on for you when I'm saying that. Like, honestly? Yes, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be honest. Um, it just feels, uh, the immediate feeling I get is just like, nah. Like, that. that is like my initial. I think it's that it, it, well, most of my initial reactions are pretty negative, I'd say. And then I have to like sit back and be like, no, Alex, like think about it, right? And it's the thinking aspect that we were talking about earlier mm. that it's easy to not do. Mm. And it's easy to not, I guess, like believe in, and it's like, it, mi it mixes up with like be believing in yourself and abilities and yeah. So the beauty of it, as I see it, is that you don't need to pretend to be anyone you're not. You don't need to believe in yourself, right? You can come from a place of complete authenticity. If we can use that word of like, here's where I am. Mm -hmm. 
here's my doubts, here's my fears, here's yeah. my whatever. Just all you're, all you're doing is saying, here's where I am. I really rate you. And if you're open to it, I'd love to get some input from you. Mm-hmm. What comes up? Just seems like something. <laughs> It seems like like something in a film, you know? Oh, I messaged my like favorite musician and oh my god, they read my message. They want to help. Like it 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 seems like uh, a fantasy. It like fiction basically. Mm. Cuz I know I've had those like little fantasies in my head before. Oh my gosh, I ran into so yeah. and so and they discovered me or whatever. Like yeah. How do you how do you imagine? Let's imagine that you had some success, maybe a lot of success mm-hmm. when you're 20 years ahead and someone wrote to you. Mm. How do you think you might respond? Oh, I'd love it. Because mm-hmm. that's my whole, that was, that's yeah. my whole drive, is to have people relate and reach. Right. And, yeah. So here's a different frame. Maybe they're feeling the same way. And like, wow, no one's writing to me. Yeah. And you're stealing the opportunity for them, of, from them, of helping mm-hmm. and you, because you're not writing to them. Yeah. Yeah, but, I think often with musicians, the most kind of letters or, you know, messages online is just wow I love you you're amazing yeah but not actually people being like you know can you give me some yeah because that, that would be different for them because they probably like you were saying they don't get that often normally it's just people admiring them mm. which you know I'm sure they like but I think they'd be more like wow this girl's like actually like you know that's impressive mm. you know so, yeah yeah, yeah. No. you are you are I think you're, you're right a lot of musicians probably do just get like the enamored kind of aspect of like the fans. Yeah. So if you were in that position, you'd love to help. Mm. We could imagine they may be in a similar place. Yeah. Don't know them. You don't, but listen, no, you don't know them, but you, you could imagine that they could have a similar attitude and mindset. Yeah. yeah. I know like a lot of like musicians have started like their own record labels and their own production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, true. Like Phoebe Bridges has one, Tom Rosenthal, he's like a UK um, musician. He started one as well. And he's just like, send your demos and we'll see. And I'm like, and I, and I, I should have done it. It's not, it's not closed, but I haven't done it yet. It was, you can be anyone. You literally don't have to have like any mm. following or anything. You can just send the demo. And I don't know why I haven't done it. Mm. And yeah. So there's, I think the opportunities are out there, like you said. And I think the one way that larger musicians create those opportunities is by making record labels for themselves and going against, you know, like Universal and those big like record sure. labels. So just so again, just to kind of backtrack and for people that are listening, so you know, we, we, <laughs> what we're, we're talking about a particular path, right, a particular industry. With, you know, what's interesting for me is the generic kind of learning and okay, so how does that apply to me? So you've so a lot of people thinking, a lot of people are wondering what's important to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't quite figured that out. You have, and you're not acting on it. Yeah. True? True. That is true. Yeah. And you've got time. Yep. And you've got money. To some, I'm not saying like you're <laughs> retired, but you've got, you're not like, oh my gosh, I've got to earn some more money. I've got, I've got yeah. right? So you've got, you've got opportunity. Yes. And you're not taking it. Yes. That on the thing that's most important to you and most meaningful to you. Sounds silly. Well, that's how it is. Yeah. 
And so these conversations are conversations for choice, right? Of, okay, so is there anything you want to do about that? And there may be, there may not be. Mm. And to look at, okay, well, what am I doing? If I'm not doing that, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. You already said, okay, the time's flying, and even in this little six months that you've got here, you get to the end of the six months, where do you want to be? With your music, little I'm not talking about the job, like, where do you, where, what, what, do you want to be in the same place? No, I don't think I've ever wanted to be in the same place. Right. And if you look at where you're heading at the moment, where does it look like you're going to be? <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Feeling quite upset about it. Just makes you want to. It's like I know I'll come out of this meeting being like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then a week later, I just feel like I'm gonna be back at square one again. And that's the most frustrating thing. But I'm but I'm predicting that, right? Mm. Like it hasn't happened. Like I can't tell what's gonna happen in a week. Yeah, I think it's because you know yourself, but you can also surprise yourself mm. with it. I think it's just a part, a lot of it is just based in like, I know you, I think you're saying like, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, then okay. But like, a lot of the time I don't believe in my abilities and I don't believe that I, I, I could be good enough. Even with the feedback I get from friends, I just think everyone's like lying to me and I mm -hmm. just like saying it to be nice, you know, but then I don't think, people would keep encouraging me to do those things. But to take that and like think about that critically, it's always easy to go, for me at least, to go straight into the, the negative mindset. And because it's the easy option, because if you don't try, then you don't succeed. But if you also don't try, then you don't risk, the, risk failing. And like failure for me is a massive like fear. I said it earlier, but like, putting yourself out there, especially in the music world, which is so competitive, competitive um, and really just oversaturated at this point. And also a lot of the time it's dictated on like social media, it's dictated on like an algorithm blowing you up on TikTok or, or getting into like a playlist on Spotify. And it's that idea that, you know, you put in all that work, you put in all that time, all that energy for it to maybe not happen, for it to like, to, like how to defy those odds. And there are a lot of odds against young new musicians. So yeah, immediate for me, it's never, but what if, what if this happened? Oh, I could, it could, actually go okay because that's too optimistic that's too it it's too much to get your heart set on and then to become disappointed afterwards i've like that's always been me like hope for the worst be pleasantly surprised if something good happens so yeah that's how i view a lot of it a lot of music a lot of my life really mm. so i'm so i'm sitting here with a with a view which is how you're looking at this is really unhelpful. Yeah. Not only unhelpful, it's also really inaccurate. Mm. 
so you're sitting here currently with the pain of, oh, my music hasn't got picked up. I haven't got millions of views, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's some, some level of painful experience being yeah. in that, right? What do you think it's like for someone whose video did or song did get picked up? No clue. Right. Or how, how you, know, you imagine you read something it's like, oh my gosh, thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand, million views. Like, yeah. how, you, how do you imagine you're going to feel in that moment? Overwhelmed. Okay. Um, very elated. Great. Yeah. So some, let's imagine there's some positive emotion. Yeah. Some, some <laughs> yeah. strong positive. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. first word is overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it could be. But also, but yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be probably maybe. Oh, that would be. Also oh so excited. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. And then what? And then what? What do you think is going to happen? What's, what comes next? Yeah. It's how do you, uh, like, what, what do you do next? How do you capitalize off of that? Great. I don't, I don't know. Um, what do you think goes on in someone's head? They just had a, a, one of their songs blow up, a million views. What next? How? How do I do it again? Yeah. How do I do it again, right? And imagine it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Right? Which is the reality for the yeah. vast majority of people. I could think, oh, that was just got picked up and uh, that's mm -hmm. it. Do you think that's now more painful than where you are or less painful? Less. I think it's a different kind of pain. Different kind of pain, but it's painful. Yeah. 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 Why are you saying less painful? Well, because at least you've you've tried and, and done it versus the day before where it had never happened. But I know it might be a harsh reality of it not happening again, but I think I'm very much you regret the things you don't do. So you could look back and be like, yeah, it happened, but if I didn't try, it would never have happened at all. So, mm. But I understand that it would be painful because I feel like a lot of the times, even like when you have one-hit wonders, they're like, wow, this is amazing, and then... The harsh reality is some people they never get it again, mm. but like I think they shouldn't be too harsh on themselves because at least they did it because that's still like an amazing achievement in mm. music, especially. What I'm trying to point to is they're not you know, there's unlikely to be any great relief. Yeah. Whatever level of a success you achieve. Yeah. If you're holding on to, this, well. It, I'm going to get validated by how many views I get. Yeah, I 100% do agree. But I also think it's almost like the, the the vast majority of people do get that validation from views and likes. Yeah, so it's not saying you can't you can't, but if that is what you're choosing to hold on to, yeah, versus different ways of getting validated, yeah, then I think that's always going to lead to pain. And ultimately upset. Mm. But it's like, what? How do you start to seek out different forms or different avenues? Great. So, yeah. so, and we talked about that a little bit earlier, right? You talked about building a community, physical yeah. community. Right? Yeah. That might be well. I respect. Really respect these artists and musicians. They're respecting me. We've got a genuine mm -hmm. level of dialogue and quality. You might have some mentors who you really believe in. Again, who you build a relationship up with. Who go, yeah, great. This is you know, keep going. Right, that might sustain you and be a greater source of support, really, over the long term. If this is what something you want to do with your life, right? Yeah. It might not be. Yeah. Or it might be part of your life. So finding a way for it to be in service of who you want to become. Because mm -hmm. right, this could be a source of pain for you through your life. Always like, no, I never quite did it. 
Or you could have the same level of success as you've got now and it'd be a source of sustenance. And yeah. Oh, wow, this is so great. This is part of my life. Yeah. And I'm loving the fact I'm getting to do this. Mm-hmm. Irrespective of, you know, and it can get, you know, you, I, I, I love reading the stories of how people get picked up, right? And sometimes people have been going 20 years, 30 mm-hmm. years, right? 40 years and suddenly they have a breakthrough. Yeah. It's not in our control so much. So how can you find a way to keep going and honor that piece of you and part of you, which is so important, it sounds like. Yeah. Even without, oh, wow, I got a million views last week, which I'm suggesting isn't going to change anything anyway, really. Mm. You'll have some momentary overwhelm and elation, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Right? And you're also going to get tens of thousands of people going, oh, this is awful. Why you, you know, like, so you're going to get that as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're suddenly in that world. Mm. Anything else you want to ask about or check in on? Mm. I think I'm okay. Yeah, I think I'm fine. Where are you left at the end of that? Um, I'd say like, um, I wouldn't say, I, I don't know. I was expecting like this big kind of emotional reaction to it. And it hasn't happened, I guess. I just feel like I've taken on this information and like, okay, yeah, there's some like, there's something tangible that I actually can do. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say I have like, a, like, there's no like relief or like excitement. It's just like, right, okay, this, like, there's, there's a plan of sorts. Okay. There's a, there's a step to get to. Great. So we've got we've got a couple of options, and again, this is this is for you to choose. Mm-hmm. So option one, and you just hit these are totally neutral. Right? It's up to you. So option one is great. I've got, I say what I need, but I've got enough. I'm going to go and do something, or I won't do something, and that's you know. Or option two is we concretize. Not sure that's like quite the right word, and say okay, we're going to catch up again in a week's time, 10 days time, whatever it is. Okay. And between now and then, you'll take some action. Yeah. As a way of testing out, okay, on my current trajectory, I'm going to end up where I am. Nothing's going to be different. Mm -hmm. And if I don't do it in the next six months, that's my life. Okay, so just kind of that, like have a just simplify kind of okay, basically nothing's gonna change for the rest of my life unless I take action now. Mm-hmm. So let me see, am I gonna am I gonna do anything about this? Or at least let me know, okay, this is just how it's gonna be now. So you could you could create a, a setup for yourself where in the next week or so you commit to taking some actions. Yeah. And then we can explore did you, didn't you, what happened, and how does that feel? Yeah. I'm happy with. Oh, is there another option? No, that's it. I was going to ask you which one. Is, what, what? Yeah, do you want to choose one? Yeah, I want to do option two. Okay. Option two, please. All right. <laughs> so, what would you like to have done by the time we meet? Let's say it's in, it says in a week's time. Yeah. What would you like to have done? Well, um, I currently have like this person who's messaged me saying, oh, we'd like to, I liked your demos, would you want to play opening set at this pub in London? And I I want to like follow up on that because we had like a bit of conversation. He seemed like very interested in like hosting me, but I haven't 
I sort of like my last message was left on red, so I need to like chase up. And I'd like to do that like today, really, like get that done today and out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, because then having like a gig forces me to practice and it forces me to write and that kind of stuff. So it's like a little bit of like a. Yeah. So just to be just want to clear, you've said yes, but you haven't confirma- had confirmation yes. back? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I think that's like my main goal. Um, about recording music, like, I'm sort of, recording is quite difficult to do. <laughs> um, so I'm not interested in difficult. Like, yeah. That just sounds like rubbish to me, Alex. Like, <laughs> if we've got something which is important and meaningful, it doesn't yeah. matter how difficult it is. Yeah, like, yeah. we do it. Or we just accept, like, yeah, this isn't actually that important to me. Well, great, well, then don't do it. Mm. But the difficulty is irrelevant. Oh, it's a bit hard. Okay, well, don't, don't. It's like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, I think it's just my insecurities coming through again. Yeah, and so yeah. this is your life. Like, okay, live, you can live with them and nothing be different, mm-hmm. right? Which is fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm like, okay, just saying get clear on what you're really committing to and what your life's going to be about. And you said, oh, I want option two. I want to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And my reflection back to you is what you've chosen is like the minimal thing you could do is like, oh, I'm going to follow up on an email I've already sent. Mm-hmm. Great, I'm great. You're going to do that. What else? Mm. Or is that enough? I mean, it's like, yeah, great. That'll, that'll be my life on track if I do that. And I, I, and I can see it's a positive step. I'm not trying to belittle it. Yeah. It doesn't feel to me like, oh, wow, this is, this is a way to show what I mean if I really commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels, I guess, what you said, like it feels like the bare minimum. Right. So what would need to happen over this week for you to feel satisfied? Um, oh, just to finish, finish my songs. Like, I never finish them. Okay. Like, just to finish, like, two or three songs. Because I've had this, like, note on my computer just being like, oh, EP, I've got, like, all the songs, and I haven't finished any of them. Great. And I just want to get them done. Lovely. So how about you finish one? Yeah. And finishing one means recording it? Yeah, recording it and just sort of like producing a bit. Okay. okay. So you've produced one. Yeah. You'll have followed up on this gig invite, request. Yeah. What else? Oh, I, I don't know, because this is all that I've been doing. Is anything that we've talked about today yeah. that you want to take action on? I think um, also reaching out to a few of my musician friends mm-hmm. um, to see what's happening in here. Um, I don't want to say the mentor thing. E- this like, is your life, not mine. Oh, so let's yeah. talk about the musicians. Again, there's a shift. Again, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of being a bit directive. Yeah. So there's a shift between, hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. And the scene down in Brighton. Yeah. Versus, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about it. What would be really meaningful to me is to create a group where we're physically together and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else interested in that? Is there anything going on? Should we set one up? Okay. Can you feel the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? You're like not leaving things up to like interpretation and yeah. just sort of open. It's just very direct. Yeah. And you're more, sounds like you're more fully representing what's inside you. Yeah. Because that's what I want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Great. So, so that's a third action. Then is the is yeah. 
doing that. Yeah. Okay, and then the mentoring, you were just about to tell me yeah. how excited you were to it reach just, out to Phoebe. It feels <laughs> silly. Like, I, I don't know why. It just feels like, like I said, like fiction, like a, like a, a fun movie I watched. So there is a great course mm -hmm. that I could set you up with, like online, yeah. for how to reach out to people. Okay. Mm. Right, and it's been put together by someone called Ollie Barrett. Yeah. Who's kind of also goes by the kind of quotation marks of the most connected person in Britain. <laughs> and he's created this online course. Okay. That might give you some of the, I mean, it's got great stories in there of him reaching out to people totally out of the blue mm -hmm. and amazing connections that have come about and maybe how to do that, how to make it okay. Would you be interested in, in exploring that? Yeah. I mean, is that does that feel? I mean, again, like, I mean, that's interesting. Is that what you need as a next step versus doing it? Yeah, I think so. I think I still don't really know how to reach out, and like, I don't, I don't like doing it. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how to either. I don't know how to do it effectively without getting lost. Great. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me set you up with that, mm -hmm. and then let's come back and talk about it. Okay. So, Cassie, I want to talk to you a little bit about where you are, Alex. Any, any, any? Just you've had a moment just to just kind of digest a little bit. Anything else you want to um, say? Reflect back. Uh, not off the top of my head. Uh, just feeling a bit, bit scared. Hmm. One of the, that's one of them coming through. So yeah, just a bit. Yeah, a bit scared. Okay, and and. I think one of the things I, I had said just when we were sort of off mic was about you know, this work is about telling the truth to yourself yeah. about what you're really doing. And then I guess the implication of that is that most of the time we're lying to ourselves about how things are going and what we're really up to. And that can sound heavy, but honestly, I think it's the reality for almost all of us mm. that we're not really honest with ourselves about what we're what we're up to we're either just not even present to it or we're kind of oh no but you know you don't understand it's this or it's that or i'm just busy or i can't do that because so that for me it was a helpful frame for mm. what, what this is a, what this is about so you had made a request cassie oh, me, yes. to do i think some reflection on okay what have i I mean, I'm here, I, tell me if I'm right, but what have I learned from this experience the last six months that I'm taking into what's next for you? Is that? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, just sum, summarizing it and just, I guess, because, yeah, it went so quickly and just I haven't really, because I, I finished here last week, I haven't really had, the, mm. I mean, I've had the time, but I haven't actually, like, reflected. Exactly. Much. And again, you, and you've heard this, you say this many times, Unless we take the time, often we don't reflect. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy, right? That could be just, you know, again, if there's takeaways to think about is I'm doing all this activity, spending hours, weeks, months doing stuff, and usually taking no time to think about, oh, how did that go? Did that get me to where I wanted? Right? I'm on to the next thing, next thing, next thing. Rather than being able to take a step back, and the beauty is you've got a little break between having finished this and, and a new thing to go, oh, what was that all about? 
did it give me what I was hoping for? What did I accomplish? Where are the gaps? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so lovely that that's in you, and let's take some time to do that. So, what do you feel when you think back about the progress that you've made and how you've developed over these mm -hmm. six months? Is that a, you don't want to do? It? Yeah. Oh no, I do. It's yeah, just great. yeah. Okay. Um, I think for me, because um, going back into doing interviews again, just I've noticed more confidence and just talking about my ability, which is really nice because, you know, with experience and time that comes more naturally to talk about, mm. which I think I wouldn't have had prior. So that, that was really nice. So, um, yeah, just feeling more capable. And I think experience does kind of, for me, go hand in hand with like esteem. So, just, yeah, just feeling more confident in myself. Mm. Um, not like in an overconfident way. I'm, I'm still aware that it's, I feel quite entry level sometimes, you know. And I am a bit nervous about starting a new role. Um, I'm wondering, well, I'm kind of worried it'll be harder as well. So that's on my mind. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to come into the new job and just try and absorb as much of it and again, take away like I have here. Mm. So, yeah. So. Again, there's a lot of directions we could go from there. So I want to <laughs> request to do reflection. So <laughs> what's in this kind of, oh, I'm not sure if I can do it. It's just like, oh, I'm so great to hear myself talking confidently about what I'm capable of. And then which sounded true. Yeah. And then very quickly we ended up back in, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do this new job. <laughs> That's just my brain, though. Like, part of me is like, oh, yeah, I'm great. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not, you know, you've got a long way to go. Um, I think it's more because of the company are we working for, it's just quite a lot and just, I don't know. I think I'll be fine at it. It's just getting your feet and you know, the first few months are always quite hard, but I feel happy with how I did here. But, but yeah, I get what you mean. Now that I just think about what I just said, it did go from like one to the other <laughs> very yeah. quickly. But I think I do that a lot in general. <coughs> so, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <coughs> But yeah, so. Do you want some water? Oh, I can't Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, don't be. <laughs> That's the beauty of being able to edit. Mm -hmm. Rather than doing live. Oh, yeah. I wanted to do it well when I was a quiet. See, moment. this could be um, the emotional reaction to <laughs> yeah. it. So we were talking about earlier. Oh, it's, no. it's coming out. It's coming out. out. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> And this is why the ref, you know reflection is is a there's a skill set to it, and being really accurate is really important because our brain has all sorts of overlays and fears and habits and kind of that's not helpful if you're trying to be accurate. So, what what my experience of listening to you when you're talking about how you were in interviews is that it sounded accurate. You, you know, it's almost like oh, I noticed myself being more confident, mm. had more belief in my capability, I felt more capable, I am more capable. That came across. And that was a lovely thing to see in yourself. Yeah. Accurate? Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. And then it sounded like more like an old pattern of, oh, new job, I'm not sure I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't fit. No. With that same, or, or I feel like I'm quite entry level. You are quite entry level. Yeah. You have got a long way to go. So to me, both those things can be true. Let me represent well what I can do and understand there's loads more for me to learn. Like, those two aren't opposite, are they? No, no, they're not. I don't know why my brain puts them in opposite. 
but yeah, I think they both apply to me, definitely. Great. Yeah. And so, and so this, and this is where the digging deeper on the reflection is going to be helpful. What are the other skills and qualities that you've developed that are going to support you being successful in your new role? Um, I think a skill I've developed, I don't know, just getting back into working into this kind of collaborative kind of office work style and working with different departments and, you know, relearning that. Um, I think a big part for me would be like creativity, like working more on like visuals and writing. Because mm -hmm. I think for me, writing's always been like the most, my favorite part about marketing. Yeah. So I feel more, because after uni and then lockdown, I wasn't, I mean, I was for like personal, but I wasn't writing as much or doing as much. So I feel like kind of lowered. So yeah, I feel, I feel more like I've been doing the things I enjoy. So I, I think those skills, um, and just like communication skills, I've, I mean, I hope. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, I definitely have learned from the kickstart, but it's hard to like sum up which skills. Yeah. Like coming down to the. And this specific. is the gap I see. Like mm. I'm asking a question, which I, I mean, it sounds an innocent question. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but it's actually a really hard question mm. in many respects. <clears throat> now that I'm thinking about it, even though I'm like, oh, what do you, you know. So what, let's, let's try a different way. What skills and capabilities would be useful for someone coming into a new role, any new role? Like, what would be the skills and qualities that would be useful? Um, yeah, I think I think more qualities. So, um, I think the main one for me would just coming in with an open mind, listening, engaging with others, um, being self-aware. I think that's a big one, um, and just you know, being able to collab. Teamwork skills mm -hmm. are really important when you start a new role. Um, but the, the more technical ones, I'm not really sure about. I just think more like traits. Great, so all of those yeah. sound sound great. There's one that you haven't said that I think is implicit, but I'd love to get explicit. What are you gonna need in a new role? Um, what are you gonna need to do? Do the role. <laughs> yeah, and to do that, what's that going to mean happening? Knowledge. Yep, and, and what do we call acquiring knowledge? Um, experience. No, am I not getting the right, <laughs> the gist? Because <laughs> it's so implicit. That's just why, this is, and this is the point, mm -hmm. is that, and this, this is why, for me, it's so important, these conversations, is to have things which are totally obvious. Yeah. And in our unconscious be, oh, yeah. So, oh, that, and I can do that. So I'm going to push you a little bit more. What else? Is it, have you, have you, I'm not asking you for the answer, but do you, is there something in your head as an oh, answer? Oh, yeah, don't, I, have, don't I have an idea. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's always easier when you're not getting asked the question. Like, so what, what else? Uh, so the, way, the question was, what do you need going what in? What will you be doing in your new role? Oh, not, not, well, not, not the work. Oh. <laughs> That's like marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you happy? Oh, I can answer that one. Yeah. And to do this new role, what will need to happen? Oh, I need to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Go perform. Yeah. Uh, learn. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, learn. Got there in the end. Okay, yeah, learn. 
right? And it's so obvious, okay? I mean, cause you, yeah, yes? Yes, yeah. yeah. No, now I've said it, I just didn't think of it in that way. Exactly, but, exactly. Yeah. So all the other things you're talking about, open-mindedness, you know, communication, listening, all that kind of stuff, self-awareness, fantastic. And ability to learn is a huge one. Yeah, definitely. Right, which is also underpinning all the all these other ones. So how confident do you feel in your ability to learn? Um, if it's something that I'm interested in, I'm quite quick at learning. But if I don't have much interest, I struggle Great. with attention. Great. So. Are you interested in this role? Yeah, definitely. Great. I think that's why it, what helped me get it is because it's to do with sustainability and I'm really interested. Fantastic. So I think I'm pretty sure I will learn because I'll be like, this is what I want to do. Great. Which really helps when you're in a job. <laughs> Lovely. So how yeah. confident are you feeling about your ability to learn? Um, I'd say like an 8 out of 10. Great. Yeah. More that, high than low. Great. And is that is that a level that's good for you, 8 out of 10? I mean, is that, is that are you happy with an 8 out of 10? I'm happy. I think once I've been there a while, it'll go up. But that's higher than what I would have rated it before I started this kickstart. Lovely. So, it's, yeah. So, 8 sounds like a great score to me. I'm just I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to judge it. It's like, okay, great. Yeah, so I'm quite you're, happy with you're that. 8 out of 10 yeah. on a key attribute, mm. which is your ability to learn. Yeah. I think I'm... I absorb information. Like, yeah. I, I like learning. So we, you know, we started a few minutes ago with a, oh, I don't know if I can do the job. I'm nervous. I don't know if I'm going to be any good. <laughs> yeah, that's. I see the connection there because that's like the key thing. And if I'm feeling at an eight, then I should, you know, I'll be fine. Well, hopefully. <laughs> okay. What else? So what else would be helpful to kind of, you know, recognize as a strength in yourself? entering into this new job that you could draw on that would give you just genuine, not like overconfidence or like, hey, be put, put just like, oh yeah. Have you, have you, I mean, if you look at how you've learned during this role, have you learned much? Yeah, Great. I'd say I have. As uh, I would say too, right? And it's been pretty self-directed, which is even more impressive. Right? It's not like, oh, here, do this. It's like, oh, okay, I need to figure this out. Let me learn that, let me learn this, mm -hmm. let me learn that. Yeah, I think quite a lot of it was, you know, Assessing what needs to be done and doing it and taking on the initiative. Um, which, you know, I think that's a good skill that I've taken out of this role. Yeah. Yeah. Likely to be really useful in your next role. Yeah, definitely. Great. What else could be a cause for recognizing your strength? Um, what's in what, what other ones have I acquired? Yeah, what else are you bringing to the, you know, as you go into a new role that you could rely on as a, hmm, okay, well, I know I can learn, I know I've got initiative, yeah. I know I can figure out what needs to get done. Oh, I'd say, like, my passion. Um, I think they'll, they'll see that, and I think that's what helped me get the job. Great, so, yeah, so your passion's going to come through. You yeah. talked about your skill set in writing, which you've really seen and got some amazing feedback on, I think, I hope you feel like you have. Oh, yeah, thank you. you. <laughs> what else? Um... I think my attitude, mm -hmm. um, I think with my work, especially if I enjoy it, I know in, like, in the past if I don't enjoy the job, maybe not as much, but I tend to have quite a strong uh, positive attitude. Yeah. I think that's really important when entering. And what does that role. mean, a positive attitude? Well, just, oh, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I mean, but like. Great, I want, um, I want to know what you mean, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Uh, just so. very much like can do, but also, um, just enjoying it, and I quite enjoy helping other people as well. 
which I think is like a, an attitude thing, and just um, trying your hardest at the work. I think that's essentially attitude. It's like yeah. taking it on and like the approach you have. Because if I had a bad attitude, I'd just be like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. But like, I do care. I care about what I'm putting out there and what I'm writing. And, you know, that will reflect in the work. So. Great. So you're committed to doing great work. You're yeah. willing to work hard. You're up for learning. You know you can learn. Mm. This all sounds fantastic. What else? I mean, what else? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else? Is that like a really obvious one? Or is it more just a general? <laughs> no, I'm asking, because, you know, so connect back with the, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be very good at this. Any, you know, like, how's that for you? <clears throat> I think that's more just like nerves when you start a new role and you just have this bit of self-doubt. When, when who starts a new role? When I start a new role. <laughs> yeah, what happens? There's just that bit of like awareness that it can sometimes turn into doubt. But it's very mixed, my brain. Like I'm, I feel good about it, but part of me is like a bit, not like anxious, but I guess a bit anxious. Yeah, we're starting a new role is quite... Yeah, can mm. drive that. I remember when I started here, I was like, oh, no, what if they expect more than what I can do? I think that's just something that... Great. I so let's play with that. Me, let's play with that. Yeah. You know, I'm imagining that's quite a common thought that arises for people. What if they expect more than I can do? Yeah. Okay. What if, you know, what if? And so what would happen? I mean, what if? Oh, what would happen? Um... I mean, it wouldn't be a good thing if, if I came in and they, I was underperforming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going to try and work hard to make sure that doesn't happen. Great. But what if it did happen? Probably let me go. Ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> or they could help me. They Great. Could, they could give me some constructive criticism or feedback. What do you know about yourself if there's a gap between where you are and where you need to be? Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. Well, like, what, what's the... I don't know. That's a hard question. How might you respond in that in that situation? Well, what can I do to improve? Great. Yeah. Do you have anything you can draw on that's going to help you improve? Well, I'd ask them for... In terms of your internal qualities. Oh, internal. What that I could improve on. No, what could you draw on? So if you're in a situation where you need to improve, what um, can you rely on in yourself to... Let's see. To... Um, well, I guess the learning mm -hmm. drawing on that and the self-belief mm -hmm. aspect of it as well based on what i've said yeah um and just listening mm -hmm. i'm not sure what else what do you think alex um i guess you were talking about how you have like a positive and like attitude mm. sort of seeing it as like seeing that maybe like feedback or that you're underperforming is like something positive that you can work on i don't know maybe um what does this don't know maybe like <laughs> this, why do you say that oh it's uh <laughs> i'm asking you what you see it's not it's not i don't know maybe it's like this is what i see or I don't, yeah you know. yeah well i i, I see cassie as just like a person that's always ready to like prove herself and do a good job like even in the month that like we've been working together great so that's what you're seeing yeah and i'm ask and, and which is great and i'm also interested because because five minutes ago you were saying hey i've got a positive attitude i said what does that mean it means i can can do i work hard i'm interested in getting great result mm. 
Yeah. All of which sounds exactly what you would need to mm -hmm. when you're faced with that situation of, oh, you're expecting this and I'm here. Yeah. Great, well, let me close the gap. Yeah, because if you had a, a negative, I can't do that attitude, then you wouldn't fill that gap. Right. So you just you, wouldn't put the effort in, you can't yeah. be bothered, whatever. Yeah. And what's going to happen as a result of filling that gap? Um, <clears throat> back on track. Um, back on track, yeah. What achieving. Mm -hmm. My eight might go up to a nine. Okay, so yeah, so you might say, so, yeah, more belief in myself, yeah. my capability goes up. Yeah. Mm. Great, I'm on a path of progression and development. Yeah. So actually we need these gaps. Yeah. As part of a path of development. Yeah, if it was always just the same, where are you gonna where are you gonna Imagine go? that kind of job. Hey, I can already do everything there is to do. Yeah, that's true. That's an interesting way to think. I think it does create drive and sometimes a bit of a challenge is a good thing. Because when I used to work um, when I graduated, I was at Sainsbury's, and I just, I mean, no hate to Sainsbury's, but I just remember feeling like this is not challenging me, and it made me just feel really unmotivated. So I think a challenge and filling that gap would, yeah, would motivate me as mm. well, even though it's a bit scary. But ultimately, I think I'm at an age where I need more of that. So, yeah. Lovely. So now we can look forward to, oh, I wonder what challenges and gaps is going to be that I can get stuck into. Yeah, no, thank you. That's a, that's a much nicer way to look at it. So, yeah, I'll look at it like that. Great. <laughs> that's nicer. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So how's that part of you feeling? And it's not to say it's wrong, right? Just I'm saying, oh, how's that part of you feeling that's nervous? Of course, Yeah. one of the reasons for the nervousness is uncertain. Mm. Right? Where will I be sitting or who, what's it going to be like? Yeah. Right? So that's just a natu that's natural. Mm. What, I'm, what I'm inquiring into, if, if that's the dominant or strong, overwhelming part of how you're showing up or feeling, mm. then I'm kind of, okay, well, is that serving you? Yeah. So how is it sitting now? How are you feeling overall about I think better for talking about it, but yeah, I think if I did look at it more like what we were saying, just as a challenge and a stepping stone, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go in knowing everything, but who does when you start a new role? Like, mm. And again, if I use this to reflect on my time here, I had the same challenge here and I overcame that. So and I'll do it again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, it's a nicer way. But yeah, if I do, it's mostly, I mostly feel excited for the new role. Don't get me wrong, but... Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to reflect on? Uh, probably, what, from people and their brilliance? Or, yeah, so oh, from okay. the time you've had it. Because, you know, that was the entry point of, oh, I don't... Yeah. You know, it's easy not to reflect. <clears throat> we've, done, we've done some talking and inquiring. We've mm. covered a lot of rich ground. Anything else that's not been covered or you think would be useful or you're feeling like there's a gap? Or incomplete yeah um i mean mostly if i were to re reflect it's positive which is nice um you know nothing stands out in like a negative way which is really good i think it just shows i don't know i, I just feel different to when i started here which is nice um and like the self-doubt which i had when i came here as it went would you know gradually because mm. you know there were some times here where i remember certain things i was like oh i don't know how to do that <laughs> and often it was like well, i'll just like find like watch a youtube tutorial and do it yourself yeah. which you know is an interesting way to learn and i think 
that might, yeah, might actually help me in my new role. Like, I'm not going to be afraid to ask for help in my new job. I, I you know I will, but um, yeah. I, and like we were saying about learning, I enjoy learning, and this job, I feel like the whole six months was learning, which is a nice reflection. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah, so you become a learning machine. Yeah, look <laughs> yeah. at me. <laughs> and and, and I, I really want to celebrate and distinguish self-directed learning, which is mm. what you've been doing for the most part. Yeah. To me, that's a really high-level skill. It's a wonderful mm. quality of assessing what, what do I need to learn? Okay, where can I find that learning? Let me learn it and then apply that knowledge. Yeah. Right? And then you go, okay, well, what else? What, you know, did I learn what I needed to learn? Like, that's fantastic. Yeah, because I think quite often when in entry level, when at the start, that's not the case. Like, there's a lot, sometimes too much guidance, and you kind of get babied along. Mm -hmm. And I think I did actually benefit from not like necessarily being thrown in the deep end. It wasn't like that brutal, but you know, just like doing it myself, um, I actually take that away in a positive light. Yeah, yeah, that might be the number one biggest thing. Yeah, and I didn't think about that before, so. I have reflected. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does that feel complete? Yes. Yeah. No, it does. Nothing else springs to mind, to be honest. So, yeah, that feels good. Great. So let's do a quick reflection on how this has gone. Mm -hmm. How have you found the conversation today? Um, really insightful. Um, I liked hearing about Cassie and kind of where she's at right now and also the way she, that she was sort of been guided into like um ex appreciating the qualities that was like you had you were gained over mm. working here as a new starter <laughs> like yeah. it's it's nice to hear see that progress literally that you talked about and like re yeah and um from like my stuff <laughs> um it's you can think about things, but you've also got to do things, I think. And I think that's where I'm at. Like, I've spent all this time thinking, I've just got to do it. Like, if I actually genuinely want that second option, I just have to, just have to do it. And, yeah. So, it's been mm -hmm. good. I liked it. Great. Anything either of you want to say to me to be <clears throat> complete? And that includes anything, right? You can be, you know, and yeah, just anything that feels... Hmm. Complaints, questions, <laughs> Grievances. challenges. What are your reflections? <laughs> well, I'm happy to answer that question, but I want to stay with mine first. Okay. So, okay. yeah, anything, anything you need to say to be complete to me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I guess, you know, thank you. I think that. It was nice, not only for me to talk about myself, but to hear you mm. and and maybe when you finish your six months, you'll you know you'll be able to reflect in a nice way as well. Um, and outside of this, you know, for the the opportunity to learn for those six months, so mm. you know, this has been a, yeah, which is yeah, I guess ultimately grateful. It's my main takeaway. Mm. So let me answer your question, about my <laughs> reflection, which is just. How how needed this skill set is of being able to reflect on who you know who I who I am, what have I got to offer, yeah. how do I talk about what's going on inside me, right? Most of us are not very articulate. We haven't developed much skill set, we haven't spent much time doing it. Mm. And the more able we are to 
do that inquiry, I think that's an incredibly vital skill set. So, mm -hmm. um, so my reflection is that we 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 got there. Sometimes it took a bit of, of you know, staying with it to, to and it's fine. I mean, that's yeah. why we have these conversations. Mm -hmm. so, but that's my that's my reflection. <clears throat> is, yeah, this this and it's not uncommon. Mm. Um, and then also kind of. A little bit of okay. Well, how did I show up? You know, did I did I were the questions and responses that I offered helpful or or as helpful as they could have been? So it's a little bit of hmm, in my own inquiry into how yeah how succinct was I or how and I don't carry that heavily. Just that's part of my my own reflective mm -hmm. process. Thanks. Great. Well, look, thank you both for coming in. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be catching up with Alex again. So if you're interested Ooh. in what actually happens, you can tune into our next uh, episode. Exciting. And until then, uh, have a great time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.